0: Veteran PR strategist, Emmy award winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So, listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry.
1: Hey, welcome everyone to the Get Out There podcast. I am excited today because I have Amy S. Hilliard on the podcast today. And I've been trying to get her on here for a while. (laughs) One of my favorite people I first thought of right away. So before I read the formal bio, I'll tell you how I know of Amy Uh, she's a native of Detroit. So she grew up in Detroit, but she has a phenomenal family. I went to school with her baby sister who was phenomenal as well. Little Wendy, who was always a cheerleader. And she cheered herself to the point where she knew gymnastics and she went to the Olympics. Okay. That's one little sister. Then there's another sister that I was connected with as well, which is Gloria Mayfield Banks. And I was in Mary Kay and I didn't even really want to do Mary Kay, but Gloria was just such a convincing person you just want to be around her and I I was doing it when I was pregnant okay that was like <laughs> years ago and I was like I love this lady I think I'll join this and Gloria was her sister and she's like the top national sales director for Mary Kay then there's another sister that is still in Detroit who's a writer who is like uh her name is Pam so I love Pam too so we run into each other a lot of times at social media conferences and she's a podcaster and she's a writer and that sort of thing. And then there's Amy, right? So all these four hero girls. So Amy used to work in advertising. She worked at Burrell Advertising. She has a business called Comfort Cake. She, uh, you know, did phenomenal things with that. But more than that, Amy has always been the type of person that's very approachable. You could talk to, I consider her my mentor from afar because she has done the thing. She is... Sizzlingafter60.com for real, right? So she is, I'm gonna put this website up real here for those who are watching us streaming, but that is her website right there, Sizzling After 60. And she is doing that. Yes, that's her right there. <laughs> ah, that's right. you the upside down thing there and the biking and all of that so she is one of courage resilience reinvention faith and i just love how she is a reinvention strategist so let me read you the formal bio okay so you all know why i'm so excited she is an award-winning serial entrepreneur and a former senior corporate executive a native of detroit like i said and she is an honors graduate of both howard and harvard uh business school she's a certified digital marketing uh by columbia university the helio group which is her company strategic marketing consulting for over 20 years has worked with clients including Nielsen if you don't know about Nielsen the ratings company IBM Pandora jewelry BET networks American Express HBO the gap PepsiCo and others right so this is like this is just the beginning and it says in 2001 she did the comfort cake which I loved and I'm so glad that I had a chance to really like get in that when you were first starting it. Um, It's the pound cake so good. It feels like a hug. Okay. And then at that point where she had national distribution, United Airlines, Walmart, McDonald's to the test market, home shopping network, all these other kinds of things because of her own pound cake recipes. That was her. She now licenses comfort case at intellectual property and sugarless sweetness, a patent pending sugar substitute. So she's just creative. But co- recently she was the president of Fashion Fair Cosmetics. Now, remember I told you about her sister, Gloria, so that had to be some interesting Thanksgiving conversations, right?
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's, her sister's in Mary Kay and she's the president of, of uh, Fashion Fair. So which really, you know, is like the global cosmetics company for women of color. She's a former retail and senior marketing, advertising executive with Bloomingdale's, Gillette, Pillsbury, Burrell, L'Oreal, and really, her marketing innovations to build Gillette's white rain, White rain brand into a hundred million dollar business. We're documented in a case study at University of Virginia's Darden School of Business. And I was explaining to someone today, they don't remember white rain. And this person was a Gen Xer, I think, or maybe a millennial. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm interviewing Amy uh, here today. She was like responsible for white rain. Uh, she says, what? What I was like, okay, so this maybe before your time. I said, but right. that was a big deal for a woman of color to be over a brand, you know, that did a hundred million dollar in business. Um, She also she's a guest lecturer in a lot of business schools, but she's also been featured in Fortune, Success, Entrepreneur, CNN, Black Enterprise, Essence, Ebony, and NPR. I can go on, but one of the things that I I told Amy that I really really love, and I said, well, I gotta have you on. I'm gonna talk about your book. And she was like, this was the book right here. This one I love. It's called Tap Into Your Juice, Find Your Gifts, Lose Your Fears, and Build Your Dreams. She said, yeah, but I'm working on another one. I said, well, this one is so good. She says, no, the other one's going to be better. So let me tell you about this one. She's out of Chicago uh, where she is, but she is a reinvention specialist. And this book here, uh, Tap Into Your Juice, the one I was telling her was endorsed by uh, First Lady Michelle Obama. And she has a new book that is coming up we're going to have her back talk about we'll talk a little bit about it today to give you a tease is pivot for success hone your vision shift your energy and make your move we'll be out in the spring and it's by wiley and then of course i was showing you all about the sizzling after 60 thriving in every stage of your life and uh, one of the things too that you can contact her by going to amyshillier.com for more information so i didn't read all of the bio but some of the things too where you're on like PepsiCo's multicultural advisory board and you know a trustee at howard and your mom and all that kind of stuff so i just want to say welcome 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 amy i am so glad to have you and i'm going to go over here and welcome the linkedin crew over here because i love always saying hi to my linkedin crew over here but thank you so much for joining us today because you know. It's 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 been a it's been a while.
0: <laughs> a while. <laughs> thank you so much, Pam. Thank you for having me. This is this is a long time coming, but like as you said, we've known each other for a while. You know my whole family, and mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. You know, your business is just blowing up, girl. Oh thank a wonderful you. thing with your business and it's so important to to support each other and and just give you all the props because you know you're let, you're helping us to do what we do, and you know what you do is magnificent. You know because you we've got to get the word out, yes. and you know how to do that, and you've helped so many people.
1: That is, it, you know, thank you so much. But you inspire me, and the reason why Dr. Cynthia is on Dr. Cynthia Hickman, she's in my Ready Set Go Speak program, and for you to be over. 60 sizzling after 60 I turned 60 you know all the 1960 babies were turning 60 like last year Uh so you really kind of set the stage or the roadmap for us to follow in terms of what it looks like over 60 because it seemed like when we were younger 60 was like oh you know you're ready to retire you go sit down but no you're doing all kind of new things reinventing Mm -hmm. I saw you and Gloria doing a podcast not too long ago Mm -hmm. Uh, you'll you'll go into writing a new book uh doing the blog, we see you on IG, you know, you're not going to be left behind. So one of the things that sizzling after 60 and and making the pivot for success is that you keep reinventing yourself. So give us the, I guess you would say your juice of what it is that keeps you going or keeps you motivated to, uh, I mean, you could have really like sat down and says, Hey, you know, I'm good. I was president of this. I went to Howard, I went to Harvard, I'm doing this and I'm good. I'm going to just go sit down. But what keeps you going? What's what is the juice? What is that
0: juice that keeps Amy going? The well, the mindset. It is a mindset because getting older is inevitable. But age is um, getting the the right mindset because the um, right age is just a mindset. You know how you age is a mindset, and I just believe that. You know, as long as you concentrate on how you age, that's going to be the key. The mm-hmm. juice is making your mind up that I'm not getting old. I am aging gracefully. Mm-hmm. I'm aging healthfully. I am aging like fine wine. Yes, that's it. That's I'm it. aging like fine wine. And it's like, you know, why not? Because if you keep your health as a priority and you really concentrate on, um, on doing that, that is how you can make sure that you can reuse all the years of your life very, very well. I'm also a, a writer for BlackDoctor.org. Oh, okay. I, love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I write I them. Love them. I love yeah. them. I I I use my sixty uh, sizzling after sixty articles for them, and um, and it's been great because it really helps to write about how you can stay healthy. You know what's important for you to stay healthy, and that means after sixty. If you're making sure that you are getting the right exercise, you're eating right, you're sleeping right, hey, age ain't nothing but a number. That's it. That is it.
1: That is so true. I love that you're running for BlackDoctor.org. I think I want to say that the owner is out of Chicago. Yes, Reggie Ware. Yes, we go back back to Chicago. Detroit and Chicago folks are like cousins, you know that, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Everything. So, has everything in your life. I mean, you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. So, mm-hmm. everything in your life has kind of built on each other. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, your new book, Pivot for Success, mm-hmm. and you're making another pivot so honing your vision. So, what does people what will people get out of the book about honing your vision, doing the pivot for success. It seemed like 2020 made everybody do
0: some kind of pivot. That is yeah. so true. And that's really why I wrote the book because actually I had been writing the book for a long time. It's really based on the 10 pivot points that were in tapping into your juice. Things like um, finding your purpose, believing in possibilities, defining mm-hmm. your priorities. And that book, that guidebook was only 28 pages long. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people liked it was short, but when I would speak about it, people would I have all these stories, you know, about what it meant to me. And so that's why I said, you know, I would like to be able to write the full stories behind all those pivots and then give people an easy three-step strategic process to get them in the mindset of how do you make a pivot? So many people get stuck. They say, you know, I've talked to people. and I'm like, I want to do something different, but I don't know how. Hmm. And so when you use the, the three steps of honing your vision, number one, okay, shifting your energy, and then you make your move. Okay. Because if you just sit there and say, okay, I want to do something, but I don't know how to do it. Well, what is your vision? Hmm. When you get your vision together, and then you there when you go to the book, there are steps of the pivots under hone your vision like finding your purpose, believing okay. in possibilities, defining your priorities and envisioning prosperity. That's under honing your vision. So once you've got those down, then you're ready to, to shift, shift your, your energy. energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: when you shift your energy, you gotta get prepared, okay? You've gotta get prepared. You've got to then understand what, you know, seeking positivity in your life. You know, you've gotta do certain things to shift your energy. Once you've shifted your energy, then you can make your moves and then that's when you have to have you know have um, your your patience together you've got to understand how you can maintain perseverance manage your perceptions so all that is in the book in terms of how you make those steps but with the strategic process in mind so that you have a framework mm. to be able to make your pivot.
1: It's like you have the blueprint.
0: You got the blueprint. That's what really
1: this one here. It was it was really short, but it had a lot of thinking in that you had to do in the book. You had to do a lot of thinking in the book. So I right. bought several, and I've given some away. But one of the main things that that you would do with this is that you would give workshops with it, and you would speak from it. Right. And so with the book coming out in twenty twenty one, yes, normally we would have a book launch. And all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff in bookstores, or you would have an event. So, mm-hmm. how is that going to look when the book is launched this year for Pivot for Success? Will you have like a,
0: a virtual event where you would have a few people there, or how? Is yes, that yes, we are. I mean, people have already been approaching me about virtual events across the country. It's on pre sale now on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and Michelle Obama um, told me that I had her endorsement for life. Oh. Good. So, which is, I was just so honored, you know, because the pivot is really based on the 10 pivots. And she said, you have those for life. Mm-hmm. And I was just thrilled. Um, and Cheryl and Sandberg just gave me an awesome endorsement for Pivot for Success um, because she said, it's a framework, just as you said, you know, it's a, it's a blueprint um, and I want people to have the blueprint. But importantly, you know, when you read a bio like mine, People can look at that and they can look at me and say, oh, you know, she's done it all. She's had all this good success and whatnot. They have no idea how that happened. The backstory, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I tell the backstory. Okay, And that's what is important because people look at my experience, they look at my degrees and they say, oh, well, yeah, you know, she, she has all that and no wonder she's had all that success. But they do not know how hard it has been to make the pivots that I've made and still stand. Mm. But the reason I still stand is because I know how to keep it moving. And that, you know, when, and I've lived with these pivots for 23 years. It's taken me 23 years to get all these stories out. For example, yes, you know, for example, when you have to go through what it takes to start, for example, the Comfort Cake Company. I went to banks after I've had 20, 30 years in brand management, you know, starting a hundred million dollar business, et cetera. I go to banks with my business plan for comfort. Right. And, you, um, and you went to Harvard. So and Harvard, went to Harvard. I, I graduated with honors from Harvard Business School. Right. And I go to the banks and say, you know, I'm ready to start my pound cake company. And they said, mm, that's a cute idea. Come back when you have some customers. I could not get a bank loan. Couldn't wow. now and I said and I told my kids, I'm like, you know, mom wants to start this comfort cake company. And I did not want to regret going for that dream. Like you said, I could have sat back and said, Okay, kids, I'll just get another big job. We'll go on with great vacations and everything else. But I did not want to sit back at eighty five years old and say, I Why wish I do that. It. I mm-hmm. wish I had tried it. Mm-hmm. So I sold my home, our family home to fund the comfort cake company. That's
1: you got a risk to win.
0: And that's, you got that's a risk to win. And when you make the risk, and see this is what I talk about in Pivot for Success, you have to know yourself and know how much risk tolerance that you have. I have a high risk tolerance and mm-hmm. I knew that. But I was not gonna do it without the blessing of my kids. Right. But this is what and and I and I talk about faith. You mentioned faith on my blog. Faith is tantamount for me because mm-hmm. I had to make a decision to walk away. From a huge six-figure job that I had as the senior vice president of marketing for SoftSheen, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on my porch, on my big house, and I'm like, oh my god, because I had to go next the next Monday and let them know my decision. And I'm like, God, what should I do? You know, and I'm crying. This is springtime, and I'm, you know, what should I do? And my neighbors are walking by, and they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But I'm literally, I'm crying. What should I do? And that was the first time that I heard specifically, clearly, and without a doubt, God told me to Mm -hmm. take his hand and do comfort cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing ever since.
1: And you know what? That was one of the first times when I was, I won't say I was really proud of you, but I knew that it was a big risk. Mm -hmm. And I knew that you know the branding was on point the marketing the advertising i mean it was because all the things you had in your past it was like if i could do it for white rain i could do it for comfort cake which was your own brand and right. I, it was it was stellar and i was so in and, and that was that was in 2001 2001 mm-hmm. i had just it really entrepreneurship quote unquote, for the average black person, they weren't really doing entrepreneurship things. Now, now it's the goal. Like now it's the thing. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do my own thing. I want to be a influencer. I want to, but in 2001, it was kind of like, you going to leave that good job mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do what?
0: Mm-hmm. And you have kids? Uh-huh, too. And I was single. I was a yeah. single mother. And that's what, I told, that's what I told the banks when they said, that's a cute idea. I said, I'm not trying to be cute. I have two kids to put through college. Excuse right. me. Uh-uh. Right. And,
1: and they, they both come with price tags of like forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 a year. If I, they want to go inside or outside, it's, you know, depend, it's like, really? no, no. Yeah.
0: and, you know, and it was 2001 and, you know, we had the big contract with, uh, we got the United Airlines contract. They were our first customer. Oh my goodness. And 9-11 hit. And 9-11 hit. I just, yeah. Okay. Oh, and my so, yeah. And so we had right. to deal with that. The bakery that we finally got to make our product, they had a lot of airline business and they went out of business overnight. Yeah. They had all of our pans, all of our ingredients, everything. We had to get a U-Haul and haul out of there to get our stuff ahead of the bank. Wow. Uh-huh. wow. And that's the kind of stuff that's in the book that could not be in that little book. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. What do you do as an entrepreneur when you've got that kind of devastating news on the phone? And if you don't hightail out there and get your stuff, the bank would have taken it. Closing it down. Mm-hmm. And they would have closed us down too.
1: Wow. That, and that no didn't idea. happen.
0: I had that no didn't idea. happen. And yeah. nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> so where
1: did you get the idea to do the the blog? Sizzling after sixty. You were about to turn sixty, you had already turned 60 and people were kind of saying, hey, you know, how do you keep so alive or, you know, vibrating? Well,
0: you know, a lot of it came from the inspiration of my mom, my mother, you know, Gwen Hill. Yes. You know, my mom, she passed in 2018. She was just such an inspiration to all of us and to so many people. You know, she wore high heels and she died at 94. And I think she stopped wearing high heels when she was 90. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And so she never left the house without her earrings and some lipstick. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. you know, she was sizzling (laughs) a lot and, and she used to come to visit me in the summers and uh, the summer I turned 60, she was visiting and, you know, and I just said, you know, I want to sizzle like my mama. And I just said, you know what? Sizzling after 60 is what I'm going to continue to do because I hope to be, and this is what really happened. When I turned 60, My mother was nine. My mother was 90 and Mm -hmm. my daughter was 30. And so when you look at that dynamic of I know I remember what it was like when I was 30 Mm -hmm. and I can see my mother at 90. I'm like, oh, I want to continue to sizzle at least to 90. And I know what it's like to be 30. So I said sizzling after 60. That's what I want to do. Yes. Yes
1: and that and that was the thing where you're you're blogging and uh just show people this a little bit more where you're blogging um you have beauty and appearance relationships finance entrepreneurship health and wellness obviously is is really the the main part of it but you talk about your faith as well and i i love it now this is somebody that were you blogging before
0: no, I had um, I had tried blogging a little bit. I had tried it on entrepreneurship. Um, Entrepreneurville was a name that I had used. Um, I had thought about doing it under Tap into Your Juice, but I'm really a health advocate, and I became one because of both my parents. You know, my dad passed in 2009, and I was actually in there. I was designated officially as a health advocate for my father and my mother because I'm I'm. I was the one who was dealing with the doctors, and um, you know my sisters were were taking care of them in their homes and whatnot. But when I had to, when we had to deal with the hospitals and the doctors, that was my role, mm-hmm. and so. I have no problem dealing with health issues. And so health is a really big thing for me. I've always worked out. And I learned that again from my mother. She was you know, walking three miles a day in her 50s and whatnot. And I was like, okay. And that's really, I saw the impact of that because my dad wasn't working out and I saw what happened to his health. And so I really believe in health. And as long as you have your health, you have your wealth. You do.
1: You really do, that is so so that
0: that, And so I'm doing that not just for me, I'm doing it for other women, especially women in the African-American community because we need to be very cognizant. And if COVID has taught us nothing else, we need to really be aware of our health because we have issues that COVID has just like lapped onto in terms of these um, other diabetes, um, heart disease, all of these things that, you know, make a difference in terms of how sick we get, not only um, COVID, but Alzheimer's and dementia, you know, diabetes is one of the things that leads to those, those illnesses. And so, you know, I just want to be able to help spread the word that, that again, getting older is inevitable, but dementia and Alzheimer's are not.
1: Right. And you, you really do. My mother had dementia as well, and it is something that can be preventable by your health. That's by right. The different Nutrition that you, drink, right. you, you know, the things that you eat and, you know, no fried foods and things like that, you know, everything in moderation, but mm-hmm. it is really key. And mm-hmm. baby boomers, that's what we are. I'm that's a baby good. boomer. Baby boomers are a big, big market.
0: It's a huge oh, right. market. A it was in the market. Wall Street Journal just this week. I saw that. Did you see I, that article? Yes. I and did. I'm like, it's about time because so many marketers, you know, when I was in, in, in Fortune 500 companies in marketing, you know, they would not even pay attention to it. And I, and that's the other reason why I did Susan after 60. I'm like, you all need to pay attention because that market has disposable income up the yin yang yes. and people are always depicting it most of the time, you know, in a way that, I don't know a lot of people who are always tottering around. You know, the, this market is vibrant mm-hmm. and people need to be depicting it the way that it, that that we are. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of us are. Now, certainly, you know, age can, you know, um, prevent you from moving like you used to and whatnot. I'm not being naive. But at the same time, let's talk about people who are still vibrant as well. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That is. And one of the things, too, um, you were on um, Dr. Geneva. You, I introduced you yes, to Dr. Geneva, yes. and she is vibrant. She yes. is a li- little bit older than you, but she was. I don't know if you can see this right here, okay. but she was on a HAP ad and in okay. a swimming suit. Okay.
0: <laughs> so nope, this, girl. Is
1: not like, this is like over 70, okay, okay. at this point. Okay, it's not like you know you got to go sit down or you're you're doing the clap on or I'm falling I can't get up and all of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like out here doing a darn thing, and that's what I always want to tell people. You know, in order to do anything though, whatever you're doing, whether you're doing your blog, you're promoting it on Instagram, your book, you're going to do a virtual tour. You um, you know, there's other product projects that you have. You're you don't mind getting yourself out there, putting yourself out there and really you know putting the shine on the things that you're doing and and i like that i guess it's fearlessness it's the faith but sometimes you say you don't make a move until you know you hear for sure you hone your vision you hear from god and then you make your move because even though you may have all of the plans together if you know if it's not for sure for sure and you were saying you always were i was really sure because you had to be sure because listen when 9/11 hit you could have been like oh i made the wrong decision but it's like nope i just have to keep it moving
0: that's right and keep it moving is something that i truly truly rely on and 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 faith is everything i mean and and i think that people who understand that with you with faith you can do anything and it's very true i pray before anything that i do you know i pray before going on with you i said god just let me be your vessel so that i can share whatever i'm supposed to share Because of what he wants me to share. That's how you flow. uh I I did that before any presentation that I made in corporate America. You know, before I made a presentation, I'm like saying the same thing. God, let me be your vessel, and so Mm -hmm. that gives you a sense of certainty about what you're doing. And to your point, when stuff happens. It's like, okay, that happened, but I know what I'm supposed to be doing. So therefore I will pivot to find a way to get out of this situation. And I I have been, you know, all that good success, all that education and whatnot, I have been laid off, foreclosed on and bankrupted. But you know what? I am still standing tall because Mm -hmm. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have pivoted to a level of doing things differently that is still, Making things happen in ways that I never would have anticipated, wow. never would have anticipated, and I'm so I'm I am totally like, what? This is what you wanted me to do. This is what's happening now. So I am like, okay. It okay. makes it
1: fun. It makes it fun. It there have been
0: certain things
1: that I have uh, done that the pivot or the the reinvention or the rebrand of Pam were certain times because there was you can tell that okay you knew you were on the right path but maybe you just needed to take a little bit of a of a different turn um in order to get to where you really needed to go and it's mm-hmm. it's only internal by being connected internally about what's what's really going on and so i remember i had the company ministry marketing solutions which is still the legal name of my company but then i mm-hmm. rebranded it to pamperypr.com mm-hmm. and pamperypr.com was a little bit different than ministry marketing because it had a different connotation different tone and Pampery pr people knew that's what i did and so PanPeriPR.com was was the whole new brand rebranding that new logo it's expensive you know it's yes. when you rebrand but this is expensive but I, ha- I knew i had heard from god to say hey this is this is the next phase right and I began blogging and and all of those things were under the personal brand this is way before personal branding was really the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I just, it was just something that I just knew that that's what I had to do. So when you are building, uh, you have Amy mm-hmm. as your personal brand. So mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing, what you're doing next or whatever, it's still under Amy that's, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. your
0: brand. That's right. That is my brand. And so the Hillier Group is under that. Pivot for Success is under that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I didn't want to have too many things going on because it is, as you said, it's expensive and it can be, you know, something that you're trying to keep a lot of balls into the air. But one of the things and uh, the other things that uh, um, that I looked at in terms of where my life is now, I'm 68 years old. And I said, you know, I want to at this stage of my life, I want to grind less and glide more. Oh, I love that. Okay. Now, Amy, you know that needs to be a t-shirt.
1: I'm going to make it a t-shirt. You there know, you we- go because I will be the first one wearing that. That is what it. I believe: grind mm-hmm. less and glide, and glide more.
0: more. Because I, I have done enough grinding over my lifetime. to Ooh, you, you know,
1: know. you had to grind, grind a lot in order to graduate as honors from Harvard. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know. So I've been grinding a lot. Tried.
1: It wasn't like. It wasn't like you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth.
0: Not at all, not at all. I've been working a long time. (laughs) I had had a babysitting lock on my neighborhood when I was 10 years old. I had little cards that I made out of three by five cards and cutting them up and sending them out to my mother's friends. (laughs) you know what? I'm serious. So yeah, I'm <laughs> an entrepreneur from way, way back. I made rose water from my mother's rose garden and was selling them little vials to my neighbors. And so, yeah, I've been grinding oh for a long I time. I love that. I hope that's in the book because people- It with, is. With, okay, good. Because
1: mm-hmm. when people need to understand, they can see clues from their childhood. And that's you have right. those clues from your yeah. childhood. These are the things that you did naturally. It was like, okay, this is what I. this is what I do. Doesn't everybody do this? That's right. Just Amy did that because that was part of her purpose. That's what she did.
0: And Um, this is important where people can, again, when you're looking for what's your next thing. And the thing about it is, though, is that you can look at your purpose from way back then, but you can also look at what you want to do now. mm -hmm. You know, what is working for you now? And that's when you look at honoring your passion, which is one of the P's, because your passion can be what you had growing up or it can be what you like doing now. Or it could be what makes you mad now, what pisses you off now. Right,
1: so what you won't tolerate now.
0: Right. And you can I always tell people when now. you
1: get over 60, a certain thing, well, when I was over 50, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. When I turned 60, it's like, not doing that anymore. It's certain right. things, it's like, mm, you know, I'm done with that piece. Right. That's going to be, that was in another phase. Now I'm here. But so i like, like the glide.
0: You, yeah, but you can also, if it makes you angry enough that you want to do something about it, then that can be what you pivot to has a new purpose. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And so there's so much, you know, If listen, you know, and and I talk about it in the book, um, you know, my favorite cousin um, died in a car accident Mm. and her father couldn't handle it. And she lived out in Los Angeles and her mother called and said, Amy, you need to come out here and help me because her father just can't I can't handle it right now. I got on a plane, threw some clothes in a suitcase. And when she picked me up from the airport, we went to the wig shop because she had beautiful long hair. And her mama wanted an open casket. I'm like, okay, Aunt am So then we went from the wig shop to the funeral home and went downstairs to the funeral home. So I'm combing the wig on her head while the mortician is putting her face together oh my god okay and I had an out-of-body experience because I'm her name was Brett and I'm saying okay Brett it is time for you to get up from here you need to get up from here she wasn't getting up and at that moment Pam I said as long as I can look up I can get up Mm -hmm. this is not what this Brett's not getting up from here and that was your favorite cousin that was my favorite cousin You know, when you touch death like that, it changes your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then these are the things that I can talk about and pivot for success. Because when that happens to you, no matter what your age, if you're still here, you could, there's hope. You can look up, you can get up and keep it
1: moving. Yes. I love that. And you said something too, that's interesting. You said whatever you makes you angry is what you're probably called to either change or solve or just help right. in some kind of way. Right. So every time, and I think about this in my childhood or growing up in my career, whenever there was something that would make me angry, and it would always have something to do with race. You know, I'm a child of the 60s. So, you know, mm-hmm. we always had these issues. But I remember always in the advertising field, and that's kind of like... um it was racist (laughs) you know racist as you saw not too long ago but in the advertising field there was always like the blacks were always at the lower part of the totem pole. so Mm -hmm. advertising radio and television whether it was um, they're getting the the advertising dollars, or whether treating right. the people who worked in the advertising agencies, or they would never move up. And it was always just musical chairs because people would leave because they would get upset. And then they, unless you worked at a black ad agency, which was totally different, then you'd have mm-hmm. to fight with the other white agencies to get the right. But so I started an organization called Blacks in Advertising, Radio and Television for mm-hmm. us to band together and say, mm-hmm. you know what, this this is wrong mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And we really went to the white television stations, radio stations. Agencies and say, hey, you know, you need to give back. You need to really make sure that things are right. EEOC, yeah, we're putting pressure on that. Now there was NABJ, but those were journalists. We're talking about right. people that in the dollar part, right? right. This a part you need to give right. scholarships to people going in. The app. So anyway, so we did all that for about a decade, and I think you all had tap at that yes. point because Lana was in that and, and right. Everything. So right. you all had to have targeted advertising professionals, professionals yep you know, with mm-hmm. and all of that, and and mm-hmm. Michael and all of that, and yes. did target market news again yep. because it was, it was like, listen, this market, we are a target market, we are not to be ignored. That's right. And mm-hmm. then the other thing was Speakers Magazine. I was just mm-hmm. always really upset. Mm-hmm that Mm -hmm. not enough black speakers were getting the shine that they needed. So Mm -hmm. we have covers of black speakers, people Mm -hmm. like Ed Gordon or Dr. Geneva, different people that I knew that were great speakers that weren't involved in the white organizations. Mm -hmm. They weren't giving them the shine. Mm -hmm. So I created our own. And and every time I would just sit back and say, that's not right. That's when I would create something because it was either I would join something or either I will create something. And so mm-hmm. anger is not a not an emotion that we should just throw aside, but just realize it's trying to pivot you to do something about it. Perfect example. Perfect That's examples. And these
0: are things that people need to hone your vision about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shift your energy and make your move. And find the, the clues from your purpose.
1: That's right. From right. early on, you know, you were doing the little, doing the little cards, right? Doing little right. Cards and, you know, as a child and rose water and those kind of things. That's right. I think all of your, all of your family too. Cause I think about Wendy, you know, she was always doing flips and all that kind of stuff. So right. you know, she's got right. the foundation, the Wendy, Wendy Hill, your foundation that's, that's helping right. other people flips. That's right. <laughs> doing, all, do, doing all that kind of stuff. So yes. Yeah, so that's right. really it. So but, yes. so is there anything else? We're we're about 30 minutes. I want didn't want to keep you too long because mm-hmm. I know that there is um some people. I see some people over here. Dr. Cynthia. Dr. Cynthia is a a caregiver advocate. And so mm-hmm. she retired as a nurse and mm-hmm. then became a caregiver advocate because she cared for her mother. She wrote a book. And that's, you know, sometimes things happen in our life and we don't realize that's part of my purpose. That's part mm-hmm. of what I need to do now. So she really helps people who are caregiving for their parents mm-hmm. as, a, as a nurse, retired as a nurse, but also mm-hmm. as a healthcare advocate and really showing people different things that they need to to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, things roll along. You think like, oh my goodness, this happened, but they roll along and it's used as a purpose. So what advice, I guess you would say, well, you know, that people are going to really... I guess, get from your book or things that you really want to share that they pick up the book, um, Pivot for Success, or last words that you want to share with um,
0: our audience? Well, I think that it's important to understand that um, your path in life, your ideal path in life, it really is a vortex of what you're passionate about, Mm -hmm. what your purpose is, and what your possibilities are, Mm -hmm. you know? And you're in the center of that. Mm-hmm. And then when you define your, possi- your, your priorities, you envision what your prosperity is. And then you understand that all of those things mixed together are going to be putting you in the, the, um, the, center. the, the center. And that's mm-hmm. when you're going to hit the target of uh, where you want to be. I love that. That's when the target, you hit the hot spot. And so really that's why people, I believe, take the time to step back out of your busyness. Mm -hmm. Step back out of your busyness and take the time to really look at those 10 pivot points. They are universal. They never go out of style. I still use them because the teacher sometimes is a person who needs to learn. I dust them off for myself all the time because your life evolves. They evolve with you and you can really look at them and say, okay, what is working for me now and see where that vortex is for yourself.
1: I love that. That is what's working now. What's working and, now. And in my, my, uh my uh test or litmus test of things, it's like if I don't love it, I don't do it. Right. It's kind of like, kind of like sometimes you go into a dressing room and you're trying on some clothes, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, do you like it or do you love it? If you just mm-hmm. kind of like it, leave it there. If you love it, take it with you. So, mm-hmm. so it's like the same thing. What do you love? What are you passionate mm-hmm. about? Do right. that. Pursue that. That is the the path of least resistance. If you love it, you're gonna, you're gonna push through some things that mm-hmm. may not be comfortable, but you love it. So you're going to keep doing it. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the things, a pivot for success. And I just love that it's coming out in the spring by Wiley. That mm-hmm. was just also an applause right there because Thank that's you. a big publisher for them to invest in mm-hmm. in you. And that's a trailblazer thing. I want to just say this, that Wiley does not have that many African-American authors. So that's again, another mm-hmm. trailblazing thing that you're doing. So you're opening the door up By you doing that, open the door up for other African-American authors to come through and come behind you as well.
0: And that is totally, totally my purpose. It's Mm -hmm. like my purpose is to inspire others to see what they can do.
1: Mm hmm and you are you're doing that you're doing that so i just want to say amy thank you so for more information i want people to see the show notes when we're going to post those but also make sure that they go to com. you want to get in touch with her she's available to speak if you want to host a virtual uh, book club party or something yes, like absolutely. That, might, that might be cool to do as well yes. so you know i'll be in touch with you about that because i love 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 books and yes. this sounds like it's the right timing for that so well, thank, you thank you so you. much
0: Pam, for having me
1: all right thank you all thank right you. talk to you later
0: you've been listening to the get out there and get known podcast brought to you by pamperrypr.com